Hi, and welcome to The Pizza Persistence. I'm your host, Abby Wright, and I just got back from a beautiful walk, a uh, short walk, to the park where I met a new neighbor as part of some great research that I was doing for today's episode, which is all about connecting. As promised, I wanna take the five steps to well-being and break them down for you um, so that you can find some tangible ways to be a little bit happier and more successful in your life. If you remember from our episode with Charles Seaford, which you can listen to here, we talked a little bit about the five ways to well-being. In 2008, Charles Seaford's organization at the time, the um, New Economics Foundation's Center for Well-Being was commissioned by the UK government to develop a set of criteria, um, evidence-based steps that each individual can take to further their well-being in life. And the first of those five steps is to connect, to connect with family, to connect with um, friends, neighbors, coworkers, to connect with the various community circles in your life. As you might remember, I've had to think of some creative ways to connect because it's been a little bit harder for me to get out um, as I've been recovering from a surgery. But thankfully, there are so many ways now that you can connect with people, whether you're physically active, whether you're homebound, or whether you're somewhere in between. If you live in a city, if you live in the suburbs, if you live even on a farm, um, there are so many different ways to connect with people individually and with the world at large. So let's talk about a few of them. As I said, I just got back from the park where I went. I'm very lucky because in my neighborhood in the city, I have a community park that's not too far from me and I have another park that's um, a little bit further away. Both of them provide community events, community bulletin boards, um, community gardens and ways to reach out to other people. There are playgrounds. If you have children, it's a great way to meet other parents and have your children meet other children. If there's a dog park, if you have a dog or if you're thinking about getting a pet, a dog is a really, really great way to reach out and meet people. And if you don't have a dog and you like them, um, you can do what I did today, which is walk and just smile at people. And eventually one of the dog owners uh, let me pet his dog and we hung out and talked for a while and it was a really nice conversation actually. There are so many ways to spark conversations. In the parks there are also uh, chess boards sometimes if you're into chess. Uh, you could bring your own playing cards, invite a friend. There are so many things that you could do just enjoying your time at a park. There's also someone in my neighborhood who organized these amazing book lending libraries where anyone can just drop off a book or take one. Um, and it's a cool place where people sort of gather sometimes and where people can stop and drop off their books. But I know that he's met a lot of people in the neighborhood just setting that up and taking care of it. There are some other people in my neighborhood who will just sit on the stoop in front of their buildings when it's a nice day and people like myself will go by and talk to them um, or they'll have their dogs and they'll just hang out and enjoy the weather and when that happens then people again come by and talk to them. There are so many ways to meet people in your neighborhood. If your neighborhood's not structured like mine um, and you have to work a little bit harder, there are other ways that you can meet people. You can always invite your friends out for a picnic or invite them over for a meal. My good friend Jen Ponton, who I interviewed in season one, had this great um, advice that she was following to do these amazing dinners where you just invite people over and they know that you're not cooking anything fancy, you're just having a regular meal 
and they can invite you over to do the same anytime. There's no judgment. It's just fun and you can have a great time with people. There's no reason to stop yourself from connecting just because you're trying to make a good impression. Connecting is so important and it makes such a huge difference on your well-being and your levels of happiness especially. Obviously, from the perspective of success, you really can't get anywhere in your career or in life without connecting to people, without networking, without getting to know people who have similar interests or skills that might help you in your interests. You can take a class, find something that really interests you and go take a class. You'll, you're bound to find people with similar interests. If you don't wanna spend a lot of money on classes, but you wanna get out and meet people with similar interests, you can try a site like meetup.com where you go on and you plug in uh, different things that you're interested in and you can find groups. I actually get regular emails from an astrophysics group and I've gone to a couple lectures about black holes and some other things and it's really fun actually. Um, you can meet people, they have like wine and cheese events sometimes or just meetups where you can get to know people. There's an actor's tweet up once a month here in the city. Um, we also have all kinds of parties going on in the city that you can see. If you look at Facebook, you can look at uh, the events section and see what your friends are interested in going to. Eventbrite also has a system where if you sign up for them and you connect to Facebook, they will send you an email to tell you what your friends are going to. So that's kind of cool. It helps you see what events are up and coming that your friends are interested in. So you can go and, and hang out with them. When you're at home with your family, turn off the TV every once in a while. Engage in conversation or play a board game so that you're really interacting face-to-face. -face. It makes a really big difference. Or if you're a big TV lover and you have a great show that you wanna watch, invite a couple friends over who like the show and do a little viewing party. Or if you know you're in the city and you've got some local places that host viewing parties, go check them out. I did a lost viewing party for about a year and it was a really, really fun way to meet people. Um, I've actually made so many connections just because I used to watch Lost at a bar downtown. It was a lot of fun. If you have a little bit of time or you're able to carve out some for connecting with people, another good way to meet people is to volunteer. If you don't know where to volunteer, look online for some things that interest you. There are a lot of websites that can help you connect to different passions that you have and to volunteering. Depending on where you live, there may or may not be organizations set up where you can volunteer. Um, soup kitchens, places to help the homeless, Habitat for Humanity or just a few, um, local churches, local temples, other religious institutions. There are so many different places where you can volunteer your time. And you know what, if there isn't a place, if you don't have a community garden, if you don't have a book lending library or if you don't have a place to go help the homeless, you can always create one. I mentioned religious institutions. If that's something that's up your alley, there are so many churches, temples, mosques, uh, meditation groups. There are so many ways that you can reach out and connect with people and with the universe at large. Thankfully, here we are smack dab in the 21st century and we have so many different avenues at our disposal for connecting with people. If you're homebound, there are so many ways. You can call someone, 
Of course, now we have so many different apps and tools online that you can use to connect with people visually too. Find someone that you can connect with, a family member, a friend, an accountability partner, anyone that you'd like to talk to, even a pen pal overseas. You can do it via Skype. You can do it via Google Hangout, uh, FaceTime. There are so many different ways now to connect with people face to face. As so many of the people that I interviewed in season one have said, connection to others is so key to their happiness and success. And it's key to yours too. I have a good friend who was very, very painfully shy, um, who decided that he was going to challenge himself not to say no to any invitations. So he started going out to all of these events and parties and he was so uncomfortable at first. And even later, he he's very much an introvert, so it was difficult for him. But it infused his life with all of these people and connections that he hadn't previously had. And in general, he became a much happier person. So even though it was a difficult challenge for him, it made him whole. So I encourage you today, even if it's something that's very difficult for you or something that you take for granted, go out, Find a way to connect with somebody each and every day. So now I'm gonna go and call my grandfather who is one of my favorite people on this planet and I do not call him nearly often enough. So I'm taking this challenge on for myself to go connect and I'm gonna go give him a call. In the meantime, thank you so much for watching The Piece of Persistence. You know, I always love to hear what you think of the show. So please leave your comments and leave your reviews and let me know what you think. If you haven't already, subscribe. Thank you so much to those of you who have already. I'm so excited about this show and our next episode in two weeks on Friday, we're going to give you uh, an introduction to the second way of well-being, which is to be active. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you in two weeks on The Piece of Persistence. Hi, Pop-Up, it's Abby.